Mike Tech one two one two. What it do, my boy? You got the uh, thing on the timer. The timer. Yeah, you ain't record this. Yeah, no, that, that bill clicked off. Nah, it's recording. I promise you, it clicked. You want to look at it? Wait, I heard it. Go click. ahead. So y'all know, ladies and gentlemen, that this is pre. What happened? What happened? All of them on? All the that ain't on. It's, it's always the little little brothers are always trying to got to check and see, check and see. That's you know what I'm saying? That's my job. That's what I'm here for. Damn it. Okay. So with that being said, are, are you ready, sir? You good? All right. You may continue. We a whole, a whole minute in, guys. Yeah. All right. Three, two. My boy, what up, man? How you feeling? I'm good, man. How you? Coach. Coach. A lot has happened. Hold on, hold on. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be messing up when I be trying to introduce y'all. I cannot come on this platform and not respect y'all presence. So, welcome back to Undefeated Minds Podcast, where we represent elevating innovation over ignorance. I am your boy, Deshaun. You feel me? And then I got my little bro right here. It's your boy, Mr. Steppel, shot Mr. Steppel, you came, you came right with the glasses on today, huh? Sometimes you got to switch it up. Mr. Ray Vans himself? Yeah. Okay. Nah, let's talk about me, though. You got this plaid on. Listen, man. I like this. Listen, man. No, you might be the plaid kid. I'm going to call you Mr. Plaid, man. Listen, man. Oof. I'm just trying to get on your level, sir. Nah, my brother. I'm trying to get like you. You know how it be. Anywho, bro, we get we we gotta dive straight into it. It's a lot that we gotta talk, talk about. about. That that rolled over from our last episode to when we were talking about negativity and red flags, mm-hmm. and we talk about Shakari, uh, Shakari Richardson, mm-hmm. and basically. You know, if you've been living under a rock, and if you don't know, she has filed. I mean, she. I said she filed. She has tested positive for uh, marijuana. For marijuana, and they have officially suspended her for a month. And you know, she even came out with a statement. If you follow me on Instagram, I, I pointed it out, saying that it was accountability to the T. Like she. Took one on the chin. She said she knew what she did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? She knew what she was doing, why she did what she did, and she know the consequences behind it. You feel me? So, how, how you feel about what's going on, bro? If it ain't crack, she belong on the track. This. That's <laughs> how I feel, man. Like, bro, she made the really statement on her. Um, <clears throat> they interviewed her after, you know, the suspension, and she was just like, "Look, she knew what she was getting herself into. Mm-hmm. She knew, you know, the outcome." But she was like, "I can't really tell nobody how to cope with anything." And then when she went further into detail about her mom's like, "You having an interview with somebody about your track career?" He openly blurted out, "You know, your mom just passed." and catch you unexpectedly and you be professional through this whole process and we not making excuses for nobody but 
last time I checked, if something like that comes in imperative, I won't want nobody that I don't know to give me information. Especially at that time. At that, at that time. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, she been keeping herself together, you know, but she had, she had some ways to kill, help her heal with the pain, you know, secretly. Because, yeah, when you in public, again, you can easily cover up put that makeup and that fake smile on. When you get back home and you get in your room and to yourself, your mind go from mellow to, you know, any type of way. So, man, I just, I really hate that that happened to her, but it really showed up to ownership to her, which a lot of people need to take credit for too, because how many people, instead of her saying, oh, it was this, it was that, it was this, she willingly and prolifically came out and said she owned her mistake. And so, I really don't have nothing against her. I feel like it's more foul play that they trying to keep her from running 100, but then they're going to let her do the four by one. Which, to me, is like another slap in the face because if you're going to suspend somebody, won't you just suspend them from the whole thing? Don't give me a part thing. Or don't You know what I'm saying? I don't suspend her at all because how many other Olympic athletes came out was on substances? that actually was enhanced and stuff like that, and they still swept it up under the rug. And we ain't going to play the race card, but we just really going to call it how we see it. Man, I like to call a spade a spade. Um, before we even go down that road, it was a lot of people trying to compare the um, Michael Phelps and her situation. But, you know, if you do your homework on Michael Phelps, he did get suspended for six months. Right. When he got, when he got caught using um, smoking. He got um, suspended for six months, and she got suspended for one month for her to be able to come back and um, run, like you said, the four-by-one. And also, Nike came out and made a statement saying that uh, since she came out and made a statement that they was going to stick by her side and whatnot. And, you know, that's cool and everything, but, you know, I can't. I, it's hard for me to sit here and say or give it any pushback. You know what I'm saying? I, I it's hard. I can't give it pushback because she came out and basically owned up to what she said, what she did, why she did it. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. And she took that on the chin. I agree with you. You can't tell nobody how you, how you cope. Correct. And a lot of people gonna say, well, drugs is not a good way to cope. Again, you can't tell nobody how to cope. Especially with that type of pain, you don't know, you you can't expect for somebody to relate to you if you never lost a mother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so, I like again, we keep saying it, and it sounds like a broken record, because again, nobody knows how you feel. Yeah, we may have relatable stories and situations, but mm-hmm. due to circumstances and how people normally. Uh, go by day day by day situations and you know with nature versus nurture type of lifestyle what I make and endure you may not and what you make and endure I can't never even though we brothers but it's still it's just everybody got their limitations and everybody knows how to handle situations certain situations differently so bruh I mean as far as me uh, I support you I just hope that you be able to have a peace of mind and to be able to get some type of rest, because I know you're sleeping 
but I mean some type of risk knowing that your situation is going on and mm-hmm. that people are still gonna support you. And the ones that's not supporting you from this track, because I care about you regardless of this. I respect you as a person, as an individual. So I just wish that you have, you know, more peace and, and harmony and become content with everything. That's a fact. I, coming from my end, I, I fully 100% support. Like I told you from the last episode, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't seen that episode, together we stand, divided we fall. Obviously, you see, and this was with me rolling over into the race part of the scenario. You feel what I'm saying? They're going to do whatever they need to do if you give them the opportunity for them to be able to exploit something out of you. They will exploit you. 100%. And no matter what you're going through. And in a situation like this, they found it. They found they say it was a random drug test, you know what I'm saying? And it could have been super random. Highly ironic that it was real random for her to get drug, um, to get drug tested going into the interview, you know what I'm saying? But us being athletes and playing collegiate football, excuse me, they will randomly drug test you like, you know, hey, what you doing right now? Come to the office. You got to get a drug test. So... It could have been random. It could have not been random. Who knows? But going back into the conversation that we had last time about the bonnets and do-rags, how I said my mom used to tell me don't wear a do-rag because you don't want to give them a reason. Right. And in a critical situation like this, going through what she's going through and at a, a platform that she at right now, on the stage that she at right now, I'm saying you don't want to give them a reason to do any and everything because you know we know their history. We know their history. They like to exploit us off of any and every situation, no matter what it is. If I can figure out a way to stop you from winning, Mm -hmm. I'm going to. So, you know, in that situation, I just say just be more cautious. That's all I'll tell you. I'm not going to beat you up about what you did. You know what I'm saying? You already came out and – Took as much accountability as possible. Just be a lot more cautious because you don't want to give them a reason. Same way how my mom told me, don't give them a reason. Ladies and gentlemen who watching this, you know, and you see how they work, don't give them a reason. They even they even um, banned the young lady for wearing, I think it was called soul caps, about the swimming um, so swimming caps. They were saying, like, the swimming cap doesn't have to be that big. In order for it to be um, swimwear, swimwear to wrap up hair, but we all know that's that can be an excuse for them not to be able to, you know, make get the right amount of um, what's the word I'm trying to use exposure, because the Tokyo the Olympics is worldwide exposure. It's a worldwide platform. So then, if you got a black owned um, swim cap, swim cap on there, getting Multi. exposed. Multi. Your Multi. stocks, your stocks is gonna go through the roof. Not even the fact that you gonna make more money. Yo, you're gonna be at higher demand. You made it to Tokyo. Now don't get me wrong. Like how we said, negative energy pushes higher. 
and positive energy. Well, in this case, it's kind of different because they they knew, yeah, we can give y'all this temporary publicity right now for us, and we don't want y'all on, in Tokyo. But we know this that's gonna die out. Right. We know y'all not gonna fight for that. Y'all got a history of not fighting for something. You get what I'm saying? Y'all got a history of of not doing anything. Now, I was seeing which videos that I do agree with, but people were saying like, "Well, why don't y'all just ban the Olympics?" How many house niggas you know is really out here? Cause they doing it for the money. You get what I'm saying? They doing it for their family. They doing it for they. Uh, opportunity because of I came from nothing, you know what I'm saying, type. The fight is not big enough, and they know that about black people. They know that we can continue to do a lot of bullshit to y'all, and y'all ain't going to do nothing about it. Like I said, Judas and the Black Messiah, they came out with the movie, and they showed y'all, yo, we this is how we infiltrated you. You're never going to do nothing about it. Same with how I said the other day. If somebody come out and say, this is what we did, you ain't going to do nothing about it, this is exactly what they're doing. We're going to ban y'all. We can go off regulations. We create the rules anyway. So we can come up with a rule to be able to say, this shit going to be banned. Now, all of a sudden, what y'all going to do? You only got two options. Be in the Olympics and shut the fuck up or do something about it. But they know black people are not willing to do nothing about it. And it's sad to say that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It's sad to say that. Because money, we get paid to not do nothing now. Because everybody is in this so-called, it's all about me. Or I got to get it out the mud. Or I got to, you know, I got to feed my family. You know what I'm saying? So, again, to be an undefeated mind, you got to understand both sides. And they exploit the fact that we won't do nothing. And they're going to continue to exploit it. They're going to continue to exploit our, our ignorance as a culture. They're going to continue to exploit the fact that we're not going to do nothing about it. They're going to continue to exploit our emotions, trigger, make trigger things, and, and control our emotions. I told you, a person who can control your reaction or your emotions got you. You are they bitch, basically. They are your master, and that's what it is, bro. I just it's, feel like when it comes to that, you know, uh, that platform, like you said, to piggyback off with what you're going to do about it. It's like a slap in the face. I mean, even if, let's just say everybody supposedly or hypothetically Theoretically, mm-hmm. how you want to incline say we not gonna do the Olympics, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we cause this whole outburst. It's still going to be to be a backlash from our own individual people because again, we still gonna have they stupid. I would have did it. Or mm-hmm. you're, it's never going to be just saying, okay, we can just come to agree to disagree. We're going to support them wholeheartedly, right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're going to stick with. This is what it's going to be. And, <clears throat> again, we can't expect equality for rules that wasn't set for us. I think even the past – 50 to 60 generations of the Olympics, it always been something dealing with the fist being up, 
with the Jesse Owens, with it always been an altercation or it always been a situation year by year so far and so far going on with rules and the professional league down to high school mm-hmm. with the young man getting his hair, having to cut his hair off for a championship uh, wrestling match mm-hmm. down to the young lady and, and how they dress in their leotards or whatever. Like, you can't really – it's always gonna be something, and I I heard uh, even Serena Williams, uh, elder. They said they gave like they was talking about how she was built, but then you have a man that is a transgender, I believe now, mm-hmm. being able to participate in a power in a powerlifting event for women, and is being accepted for that. But you actually have women that was tested positive, saying they had too high of a uh, testosterone in them and they are women and I just feel like these rules can be easily manipulated and tainted to the point where it's like it doesn't matter if you all the way clean you could be 99.999 and that 1% they can use that to alter and to manipulate it into a way to make you feel point. like you are not good enough and so what I was going to get to was I heard a statement, we have to be 10 times better to be accepted equally or just to be accepted in the door. And it's like we continue to prove ourselves to people that I really shouldn't even much matter to. Dog, it <laughs> Boy, you know how I feel. And, I, like, <laughs> so, and, I, and I'm trying to... I really don't be trying to be a bad guy on 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 there. I'll be trying to get my opinion across and without actually having to come across in a very negative light. You know what I'm saying? Because again, I like to try to play both sides in order for you not in order for you to become an undefeated mind, you have to challenge yourself to think. Mm. So think before you move. Sorry. And basically what you told what you saying um how we keep trying to prove ourselves, and we keep trying to fit into, into we're trying to get led into the door. You know what I'm saying? Try that to prove ourselves. That wasn't designed for us. Oh, this this is this is where I say, hope is dead. Like, why are you trying to believe that you're trying to fit in a society, or be accepted by people who do not look at you like that, like around the world? It is being televised that we are less than human. You get what I'm saying? Not even just from a standpoint of, okay, within America, you can look at this person and say, oh, they just lazy. This It's being televised around the world, bro. What we see here in America, they don't see that same thing overseas. So we think in the Olympics is an overseas thing. It's the whole entire globe bringing their best athletes to come together. You don't think these people gonna try to exploit you off of the off of the propaganda that they been they been getting fed? Okay, so if you know that and you know the people who's controlling the narrative to tell your story, because the people who win the war tell the story, the people who lose the war don't get to write the history books. So, if they winning, like I always say, the bullies win the war. The bullies win. The nerdy, 
white kids rule the world. The nerdy kids who you think you bullying, as they get older, they get smarter, they think. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we're going to pause that real quick, hit an intermission, mm-hmm. and we're going to come right back. Right. So, yeah, we back. But what I was saying was, those kids who got bullied when they get older, those are the kids who are running everything. Like, think about it. From the technology that we use, you know what I'm saying? Who you think created that? Not the kid who was bullying the kid, the kid who got bullied. You know what I'm saying? They get, excuse me, they get older, they get smarter, they think, and they make themselves more valuable, and they create things that the bully need to use on an everyday basis. Take that same concept, flip it, and apply it to the world. The bullies win, bro. From from that perspective, the ones who got bullied early become the bullies, but they become the bullies in the, from a mind. And that's what's going on right now, bro. Honestly, like, again, I just don't see why we keep to continue to try to be accepted by people who don't care about you like that. Yeah. Statistically, they don't care about you. Even you saying from a historical standpoint, you can name all of these times just on the Olympics alone, how they kept coming up with all this bull crap about, you get what I'm saying, it was this, or it's this, or they got to wear their clothes like this, or this is past, this is, you know, breaking the regulations of this. You know what I'm saying? People holding up their fists and all that stuff. We've been fighting this same thing for a long time, and we're going to continue to fight this thing for a long time because why? We so caught up in the delusional world of equality. Trying to be equal to somebody who don't look at you as equal. That's a, you losing this battle. Stop fighting for equality when people don't even like you like that. That's insanity. Basically, I'm just going to continue to exploit your ignorance. Now, I know there's going to be some people who probably agree or disagree with what I'm saying. But, again, I'm not here to debate you. I'm just here to make you think. Think about it our history and how we got here and how are we really getting better? Honestly, are we really getting into better situations? Cause we continue to go down certain paths. You know what I'm saying? And then propaganda is at its all time high because of media. I don't know. I mean, as far as living conditions, I guess you could say we have, but I'm talking about as far as like, if we looking at it from an overall standpoint with, uh, being accepted mm. and not being able to embrace, you know, us naturally for who we are, how we mm. wake up and stuff like that, then, nah, you can't expect somebody that don't have hair like you or skin like mine to be able to understand what it takes to to deal with it. You know, they don't walk in our shoes. They don't live in our life. They don't go through the PTSD that we go through, traumatic experience. I'm not saying they don't have it, though, you know. I'm I'm am going to play this from both sides because I I can't just be um, self conflicting to just always say black black black. Yeah, but, I don't I don't want to be that guy neither. But I just I still wanted to be like I'm not gonna say that they don't have a hard time or whatever. But as far as what I want them to understand with us, because I don't care who you are, white, black, Hispanic, you're gonna go through whatever you're gonna go through. But before you can just point out somebody else's flaws, take a look at yourself and be like, 
how would I feel if somebody pointed this out about me, the way I'm pointing something out about somebody else? And we look at it all the time, like, people, oh, I got it like this. I, I really came from the bottom. And I hate when people say this because I like the bottom. I, I like the story of hearing from somebody getting it from, you know, out the situation. A hero's journey. A hero's journey. I like it. But it's like, okay, if you really came from that way and you see somebody else going through the same thing, why the fuck would you talk about that person? Why would you disown that person? Why would you not help somebody that you see is really trying? Crab in the barrel type mindset. That's not even a crab in the barrel. That means you faking. Because if I watch, if you literally come from sleeping in a homeless shelter to eating trash out of trash can to really washing your clothes in the same water that you shit it in, mm. and then you see somebody else going to the same thing and you see they don't have the stuff that you have, why would I talk about that person? That's that's not real. That doesn't, that don't mean you came I'm, from that. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's 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 like one of them things where it's like I'm gonna talk about you because I know what you're going through, but I don't want you to talk about me because I probably feel the same way you feel. So I'd rather just talk about you first before you talk about me. And when all actuality, you might just be you're you're hiding how you really feel, which ultimately goes into you pulling the next man down for what because you feel the same way he do because you getting you you trying to make yourself feel accepted by the people that did it to you or you trying to make yourself feel better than the person that's going through the same thing you going through so but again if if i'm gonna play both sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. why would i not exploit your emotions when I, when this game is all about leverage, life is about leverage. It's about who you know. And it's about that's why we live in a ranking society. And don't get don't get it twisted. Like, like I'm really at peace mm. at what it comes to, like life and death and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got the Most High on my side, so none of this stuff fazes me. Even in books, as far as in like. Um, get the signs of getting rich and of those books where they talk about how politics work. They talk about politics is a is a propaganda type thing to allow to trigger the bottom feeders' emotions to sway their decisions, which is again propaganda. So they say, don't get into politics and focus on self. Focus on your on your um. On your mission, focus on trying to get your career path right because all of those things are pieces to the game that causes you to get off track. Mm-hmm. And race is one of those things that causes you to get off track. But again, the bullies know that they're in control of the propaganda when it comes to race. And they know that we are emotional creatures, so they know how to tug at our Emotions when it comes to us wanting to be accepted from equality, us wanting to have the financial freedom that they have, the the leverage to be able to go down, walk down the street, and not have to worry about a cop. They know this stuff, so they continue to tug at us with our emotions and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna continue to fuck with you because we know that this is going to bother you." So that's why I say. And then that process of personal development, you really got to be able to unreal, unreal, blah, blah, 
unravel all of those things that you got going on personally in your life so you can, I like to say, vibrate higher, vibrate at your highest potential from a mental standpoint. And none of these things can phase you. You get what I'm saying? Because you understand how everything works. Once you understand the game, now you know how to play the game. And you won't get mad about the rules to the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Even though the rules to the game is rigged, the winner is going to is going to play the way that they want to play. Like, for instance, when we play Don't Drink While Driving, the winner gets to choose the next level, mm. right? So if they winning right now, they get to choose to write the rules. I mean, I agree with that, but I, I feel like this. They can't win if you choose not to play their game. If I if if we choose not to play their game. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Why are we fighting for equal equality? Or to be accepted by people who don't even fuck with you like that. If you don't, if you're not worried about that, then shit. It is, it is what it is. It's irrelevant. Right. Same way how uh, cultural representation, how they were saying like, if women stop taking these roles of being technically hoes, this is not my words, but if women stop taking roles that exploit themselves, then people are not going to treat you like you exploit yourself. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like Housewives of Atlanta or the Housewives series. And I don't want to say specifically Atlanta, but the Housewives series, all these reality TV shows and stuff like that. That's exploiting um, your ignorance and it's ex- that's putting a culture, a culture stamp on you to make it seem like all women act like this when all actuality thought we know that's not even reality half of these women don't even really act like that but now the women who are watching that are starting to think propaganda let's act like this because this is what's on tv this is what's important if (laughs) it's on tv it's important kids watching cartoons thinking it's real that's how that's how the power is that's how the power is to be look at us you are children because you don't understand nothing you're ignorant so i'm going to give you you're my, I'm giving you the thoughts that you believe that you have. I'm giving you this. So I just I, I wanted to attack this situation, this current event from a different light. Because everybody else is just going to be like, let her run, let her run, let her run. Y'all asking. Y'all, y'all asking for her to be in something that we didn't even create. Again, you begging for the same thing that Martin Luther King begged for. And at the end of his turn, he what did he say? I led my people into a burning house. Damn, I fucked myself. I fucked my people because we was fighting for something. We was doing better off by ourselves versus us trying to, you feel me, get into, into equality, justice, and all that stuff. Man, leave us alone. And y'all go get the hell on. We do our thing, y'all do y'all thing. Black people was Republican before they was Democrats. So, you know what I'm saying? I highly encourage you to look into your history. I highly encourage you to stand up for what you believe in. I highly, highly encourage you to be able to, you know, cut the people off and send the crabs in the barrel type mentality. Because right now, it's a lot of people exploiting um, this situation. They didn't, they didn't create her on a, um, 
on a little weed bag where she it's a cartoon. She running with with a blunt down her mouth. You know what I'm saying? They didn't photoshopped her running like this with a blunt in her mouth, all that. And I guarantee you, it was sometimes I'm not gonna say majority, but I guarantee you, some black people probably created that. And then you got some white people who probably created that. And I'm not saying all white people, but I'm saying the ignorance behind that mindset to trigger people. So I got a dark sense of humor because some of it I'm going to laugh at. You, yeah, you got you to gonna laugh. Like, you can't let it get too emotional to you. But then again, like I said, like on a serious standpoint, looking at from a mental, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being, being showing some empathy towards her. It's like, bro, again, yeah, we running, we got, we an athlete, all of those stuff. But I know what this feel like. Like, ain't nobody gonna be able to tell you how to feel. So, but if I see that type of stuff, I'm gonna laugh at it, even if it was me. You know what I'm saying? When I got hurt, people made statements, and when you get down bad, somebody gonna make jokes. Yeah, you gonna feel some type of way, but then you gotta have like, man, this this happened. This is what happens when you're on the face, because even LeBron James, Michael Jordan. These are goats, Kobe Bryant. They name, they ain't do nothing wrong but play their sport, and they still was hated. Like if they doing anything right, you could score sixty. He could score sixty one. Oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. It's always gonna be something. If you make a mistake, they gonna capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. Same with Kobe Bryant with his wife, the divorce thing. They in people business. Oh, it's like man. That was, that's sorry. It's, go it's, ahead. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Can't. It was said the Twitter figures is always gonna come back to those people that they miserable, and so they gonna try to capitalize on any and every mistake. It's we humans, people gonna make mistakes. I don't know what one person out here that ain't make a mistake. We might be hella good at covering it up. We might be hella good at even uh, uh, eliminating it after we made it, but still, guess what? We still made a mistake, and so just move on from it. And I can't judge nobody that's always. On good terms, anyway. I gotta see how you act under pressure. I gotta see how you act once when shit really hit the fan, because the people you think gonna change and wave on you, them be the ones that really stick by you, and the people that you, oh man, he always good. Them the ones that's gonna break. Mm-hmm. So just keep moving forward. But for them people, just fuck you with a straight face. I ain't got nothing against it. I know people gonna talk about me. I ain't give a damn. Like, I yeah. got a life to live, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it go back into that, real, back into what I was saying as far as, and when you go through personal development, man, focus on self. Like I said, some of these get rich books tell you, focus on self. Go through personal development to build a skill. I'm going to keep saying that. That's saying, build a what's skill. What's that saying? What you, it was like the bullies. It, it goes back to wolves don't cry over sheep crying. Like, wolves don't lose sleep over sheep mm-hmm. complaining. I'm still going to eat one of y'all tomorrow. Basically. <laughs> so y'all can continue to complain about everything that's going to happen, but ain't shit going to change. Ain't shit going to change. When I come over there hunting, guess what y'all going to be running? I'm going to snatch one of y'all up. I'm going to eat tonight. I'm going to go my ass back to sleep. Get back up and do it all over again. Yeah, so, bro. It's that killer so, mentality, man. Focus on self. and, and, and fo- When I say focus on self, I mean legit. Go through personal development. Learn who you are. Learn who you are, the good and the bad. So then when you finally come one with who you are and you know who you are, can't nobody exploit you. So 
With that being said, man, I, I feel like that this this is gonna help us roll over into this next topic, which is kind of a more of a serious topic, but I kind of want to bring it in a enlightened standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Um, from a challenging standpoint. So, full disclaimer: this is not an attack on nobody. So if you get offended about what we're saying, trust me, that means a shoe. Most definitely got the fucking fit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, how much time we got left? We got enough. Just go ahead. I was going to cut you off as soon as you asked the question. All right. So, this is basically rolling over into kind of like cultural representation and the things that we were taught. You know what I'm saying? How we stand up on the stuff, the things that we know. I keep talking about like reading. And the importance of like personal development and all of those things. And the question that I got that I'm opposing to you and not only to, to our viewers, to our family, I like to call y'all family, you know what I'm saying? The people who are supporting is, and it's gonna be a hard, hard question. And I need you to ask yourself this question Did your parents set you up for failure? That's the subject, of, that's the topic of the, today's. Podcast. Did your fa- did your family, parents set you up for failure? And the reason why I'm saying this because a lot of y'all don't know how to fucking read. <laughs> a lot of y'all don't know how to. Men are more um, aggressive versus assertive. A lot of us don't know how to problem solve. A lot of us don't understand the value of money, the the economic standpoint of what money is and what it's for. You know what I'm saying? Um, what to use it on, what not to use it on. Are we living above our means? Were we taught these things the correct way? Because, yeah, you're hearing about credit and all of those things. But I feel like, you know, you can't teach somebody... Um, Let's say from an alphabet standpoint, you can't go like X, Y, Z to somebody who's still stuck at A. So you're talking about credit stuff, but these people don't even know the basics, the fundamentals of of money, economics, period, and why. So if you're not, you know, focusing on that part and you're trying to teach these people about advanced mathematics, how they going to register to get it? Some people don't even know what econo- like economic <laughs> economics mean. Yeah, so let alone with how to deal with money. Because first thing people get with money in their hand, I can go buy them new joints, or I can go get this that I always wanted. And really, then you get it, you be like, I ain't even want it for real. But I Pro- mean, you right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, to tag on to that. Um, actually, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in. Yeah, I'm gonna target that on there. So, Hold that up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back into it. Like I was saying, uh, most people don't even know what economics, the word economic mean. And to tag on what you were saying with dealing with money and credit, um, I know personally it took me, I didn't learn about credit until I was like 16. You know, uncle finally came out and he was like, yeah, bro, you need to get your credit card, you know, start working on it while you, before you go to college. So while you're in college, you get out. 
you establish some type of credit and you ain't got to spend all your money. You just buy some gas or whatever, pay it back on time, pay mm-hmm. in advance, and learn, learn the percentage of the paying it. And when I'm like, well, if I got the money in cash, why just can buy it out right now? And he was like, man, having no credit is just as bad as having bad credit. Yep. And so I was like, damn, I can't get no house. I can't get none of this. He's like, nope. So I was like, right, I need to learn all this. And I'm like, man, I don't know nothing about this. Like, but we should have been learning this, the the regular arithmetic of the stuff that we've been learning in elementary school. We should have been learning this way before. But that's a if I go into that, that's gonna open up into something else because I'm gonna keep it into correlation to what you were saying that our parents, fellas, our parents should have been telling us this. But to give you a pushback on that, like it's kind of hard sometimes when you got babies teaching babies. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that they, they what well, you going through right now, why won't you not try to help your kid go through it while you learning? And some people don't even think like that. They in survival mode. If you're in survival mode, you don't be thinking about stuff like that. Mm. And I think Nip even said it. That's like what quote Nip said. He was like, man, get you some money in your pocket. And then once your belly ain't hungry, you ain't starving, you ain't fighting for your life, then your perspective would change. So, but for the people that are not thinking like that, being selfish with this knowledge to their kids or not teaching or not preparing their kids for the future outcome because they're not going to be here for the rest of their life, you know, so forever. Why won't you set your kids up financially uh, knowing how to deal with stuff relationally? You so, so you saying you give me push up. Let me ask you a question. Do you think my, a lot of these parents don't teach their children not only because of they don't know, but also are they jealous? Of their children, you know what I'm saying? Because they get maybe a better opportunity, or some parents are growing up with uh, both parents in their life. So that parent didn't grow up, get to grow up with both parents in their life, and their child get to grow up with both parents in their life. So then, next thing you know, they might be holding back information, or they might just be jealous of them, or want to taint they they situations because of. You know, jealousy. I'm going to say something that's probably going to make a lot of folks mad. If you're jealous of your child and for your child to be in a better situation, then you you don't deserve to live. And you don't deserve to have kids. Because the reality of a child is basically a, a, a big-ass slot, like a game. It's your save accolades that you pass down to the next generation of the world. I spent all our lives to be the best football player I could be. And I learned all this game and I still ain't get to the NFL, but I know how to get there. I know everything. I got friends and everything and I was better than them. Why would I not teach my kid? Why would I not teach my child something that can help him make it to that level or to be a better person? Mm You look at your child's competition, you already lost. And I feel bad for that child because now he got to go out here and learn stuff on his own when he could have been there. He probably is already prepared for it, but not knowing, you already lost. You behind the eight ball. And it's one of those things where that unknown sometimes is the scary part of a lot of stuff in life. Like you think, like you said, you a good starter. You can start something off very well. 
mm. I can finish. Mm. But sometimes for a lot of people, starting is scary because you're like, I don't know how this shit gonna go. Yep, and that's where the parent. I feel like that's where the parents are supposed to be able to teach children. Like, okay, it's okay to you know be afraid. We all got fear. Fear is what keep you aware. Mm. So people are like, oh, fear is a bad thing. No, fear is awareness. Because if you wasn't scared of nothing, trust me, something can catch you. Not to be religious, but the most wisest person on earth was afraid of the person that created everything. So, yeah, fear keep you aware. Um, but it, it even go, I'll go into it from this perspective, which what I'm paying attention to as far as in this relationship battle, gender war, Kevin Samuels versus women. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of these older women manipulating younger women and fathers. This is where I'm rolling to. Fathers failed their daughters because I see a lot of fathers teach their daughters um, <laughs> to look for a father, to look for a daddy. No, more so like I see a lot of fathers teach their daughters. Uh, to not rely on men. Mm. And when they do, I'm going to prepare you to so, so you ain't got to never rely on a man. You're not making them marriage material, though. Mm. Because now you setting your, well, my dad did everything for me. My dad did everything. You cannot have sex and procreate with your father. You cannot marry your father. So your father should be setting you up to be marriage material. Meaning, hey, this is what a man likes. Hey, this is what a man don't like. You shouldn't talk to a man like this. You should talk to a man like this. Look at it from this perspective to, for understanding and not look at it from an emotional perspective of thinking that he's trying to get over on you. Now, look out for the guys who do this, 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 that, and the third because they have a pattern of screwing women over. Look out for guys who do this, 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 that, and the third. Because these guys are actually probably more meaningful. Look at a man's results. See how he move when he in work. You know what I'm saying? You judge a man based off his work. Don't judge a man based off his words. So if fathers are not teaching their daughters because the fathers was the ones out here being hoes, they don't want their daughters to run up, run into a guy that was like them ultimately. Run around thrashing shit, run around dropping dick in them drawers, going around telling these other little girls when they was young, I'm daddy. I'm you feel me? I'm telling them straight sweet nothings. And now fathers out here talking about some don't worry about him, don't don't do this and don't do that. You don't need no man. You don't need no Dog, you setting your daughter up for failure. Facts. So this independent wave. You slip, you somewhat slick. Got to blame it on the lack of fathers being in the household, and then the fathers that were in the household who didn't teach their daughters how to be wives. So now you set up a whole generation of women who don't know how to be wives because of the fathers never taught them how to be wives and what men really look for and what you should look for in a man. How your legacy gonna continue if you don't teach your daughter how to be able to bear? A man's legacy, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that I, I just really wanted to be able to push that back because, man, talking to girls is just like, you know, 
it's one of them things where it's like, damn, how you treat, how's your relationship with you and your father? Oh, man, fuck that nigga. This, this, that, and the third. Whoa. If you treat him like that, you're going to treat me like that times 10 because me and you going to be intimate. And if he he's supposed to been protecting you, he's supposed to been providing for you, he's supposed to been doing all of these things, teaching you and educating you in the world and preparing you for the world while your husband is supposed to continue that. Correct. And goes on. Now, everything don't go as planned, you know what I'm saying? You got some people who give their uh, their parents pushback. Oh, you weren't in my life, so I'm not listening to you. You know what I'm saying? You chose to go with this, 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 that, and the third person over you. That's some bullshit. The reason why I say that's bullshit is because you, you're in a child place. Stay in a child place. I, I, I really hate people feel like they can make a on the assertive decision or to make an accusation of part truth and emotion. It's exactly you. You letting your emotions run wild. You're making an irrational decision based off small, the small side of the story. It's just like this. I can't tell you if you do this right here. Look, I worked hard. I made a million dollars. So I'm going to just tell this young dude, go work hard. You're going to make a million dollars. I ain't tell him the stuff I read. I ain't tell him everything I went through. I just told him that. So now he out here slaving himself. The game is to work smart, not hard. Yeah. But I just said work hard. Okay, but what way? Like, yeah. what, do, give me a, a a blueprint. And so, with that being said, you can't say your father was a deadbeat ass dude, blah blah blah, based off a mother that you're not really looking at it. That probably was emotional wreck herself. Or it could be different. It'd be the dad an emotional wreck, and the mother was like, "Man, I can't take this shit. He whooping my ass." You know yep, what I'm saying? It so it bounced. So you can't really talk about this person because you don't know what they dealing with. And I hate that kids make these decisions because, again, my dad wasn't in my life, but I didn't hate him because he wasn't in my life. I didn't like the fact he wasn't there. Personally, of course, I wanted a father, but. I didn't just say, man, fuck that nigga because he ain't here. Nah. The reason why I said fuck that nigga is because what he did to me personally, what it was something personal. But until then, I wouldn't tell nobody else that. That's an in-house thing. And I still would never disrespect him if we came into that type of thing because everybody deserves respect. You don't know what made this person become the way they are. Mm -hmm. But we continue to feed into the, the same narrative and fall into the same story and fall into the same game of that you watch somebody else go through in, in a movie. And mm. it's it's sad because now you you sound it sound played out. It's like a, a game. Oh, your dad went in your life, how you feel about me? Fuck that nigga. I don't, I don't care about me. He ain't care about me. Yeah. You don't I, even know, bro. <laughs> Vlad Vlad exploit that when it comes to the when he interview people, especially when it's, it's their first interview on his platform. You know what I'm saying? He'll ask you, like, oh, did you grow up in a two-parent home and stuff like that? But I don't want to give him too much kudos. You get what I'm saying? But now I, I talked about the fathers and how they set up their daughters for failure. Um, I can also talk about how they set, how the mothers ruin their sons. Ruin their sons because, you know, 
especially if you grew up in a one parent home, not to say that the parent, not to say that the mother was uh didn't try her hardest to raise her son right, but a mother can't teach a boy how to become a man. Most of the time, she's teaching him how to be aggressive, meaning move off of emotion, mm-hmm. making emotional decisions, impulse mm-hmm. decisions, know how to don't know how to respect authority when it comes to uh uh, can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm going out here and go do it on my own, which rolls over into if a cop tell you, hey, yo, chill. Man, fuck 12. Fuck the police. Mind you, they have authority. You know what I'm saying? They are in a powerful position. Their job is to keep order. Correct. Right. Whether, this, whether we want to go down the rabbit hole of them being slave catchers, all that, don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, when a woman down talks men, especially around her son, which he will ultimately roll over and be a man, right. what does that does to his consciousness? Like, what does that do to his mind when he finally become a man? He gonna become that ain't shit guy that you always talked about, whether it's his father, or whether it's just men, period, or whether it's um, you know, always coming to his rescue when he falls and scrape his knee. You know what I'm saying, like. There's a big difference when women are catering to their sons and they're coddling them. You're setting your son up to be assertive, I mean aggressive, and making emotional decisions because then now everything he gonna believe, which rolls over into believing that the world moves that way. When I watch Wiley, the world don't move like that at all. Don't nobody owe you shit. Hmm. You gotta go out here and go get it. But that's how mothers are failing their sons. That's one way. So if the household is broken, especially if the household is broken, going back from the '60s, working our way all, working our way up to now, the single parent home rate has skyrocketed dramatically. I think it's like 73 or 75 percent. You get what I'm saying? Going from, I think it was 32 percent. Don't quote me. 27 to 32 percent. Don't quote me. From the 60s all the way up until now, which is like 73 or 75, one or the two. You know what I'm saying? But somewhere in between that, that's too fucking high. Now you got a lot more uh, female-oriented type of men mm-hmm. and not making assertive decisions. Basically, going to just asking women out on a date. Look, this is where we're going. This is what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Get dressed. This is where we're going to go. Boom. Even I fell short in that until I started reading the, the book, The Ways to a Superior Man, because I always used to want to think, like, do you are you sure you want this? I want to make sure you're cool. Make sure it's this. Make sure it's that. Which my father was supposed to teach you that. Your father's supposed to teach you. When you make your decision, you look a man in his eye, and you tell him, this is what I stand on, and this is what I believe, and I ain't budging off of that. That rolls over into you saying, hey, babe, this is where we about to go to eat because y'all can't never make no decisions anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is where we're going to eat. This is what we're going to do. Get dressed. Assertiveness. That's being assertive. That's not being a great, like, fellas, y'all, y'all listen. run it up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all listening, fellas. <laughs> I pulled a glass down like, that's my uncle. God damn it. You need to tap me on that one. Because I'm telling you, you tell a female, 
And again, we got dominant women that want to be. Don't tell me what to do, but I'm gonna tell you. Leave them alone. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something that I've experienced. Even a dominant woman can be submissive. Can be submissive to the right man. To the right man. And when I say I encountered it, I heard it from a dominant woman before. And it's what's crazy is she was like, I give a nigga pushback to see if he got the balls to tell me. But hold on, hold on. I'm about to give you pushback well, over there. You got that. to go ahead. Is she really looking for a father or is she looking for a husband? Think about what I'm saying because her father's supposed to put her in her place. Yeah. Her father is supposed to be the one to be able to say yay and nay. But again, it goes back into a man. If you know who you are, I don't give a fuck who you is. Ain't no female finna sit around here and tell me what she ain't, ain't gonna do. If I say, look, I'm gonna come get you at 7 o'clock. Look, we're gonna go out here and get something to eat. I'm treating you like a woman. Like I wanna be with you. Mm. I'm putting my foot here. Mm. You show up at 705 and all this other shit. Look, bro. We got an issue. I got an issue. And I'm going to let you know you because be it's imperative. Because I'm paying attention to detail. The one way you said, one way you do one thing, it's one way you, you do, do all things. things. If she can't understand this thing right here, you have to put your foot down. And that's a fact. Gentlemen, if, 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 she, if, she, if you allow her to get away with the small things consistently over and over and over, now you allow her to create a pattern and keep running over you. You got to be able to put your foot down and be like, look, that shit don't fly this way. Like, for instance, I don't allow a woman to call me a nigga. If I can't call no female no bitch, can't call you can't call me no nigga because they both derogatory words. I don't care how you like to cut it and slice it, say E-R-A, don't matter. Don't call me that. As a man, especially being my skin tone, and I'm very intelligent, that meaning, that word meaning is ignorant. I'm not ignorant. It's derogatory. You know what I'm saying? It's super derogatory. So, y'all hold on. We got to... Check these cameras real quick and hit an intermission, and we'll be right back. So, yeah, we back, but basically what I was saying was, um, yeah, I, I would never allow a woman to call me that because I can't call a woman a B-word. If you can't get down with that rule for me, then I'll just cut your ass off and bid you all day. But see, as you said, you put your foot down, right? That's the point. Right. So, <laughs> but it's just a respect thing. It's not, the, it's not even the fact because if I can't do it to you, ultimately I respect you enough to not call you out your name. If I feel that same way about that word, you should respect me enough to be able to not call me out my name. The ultimate way of respect is never to disrespect. So, we live in a society where the household is broken to the point where people don't even understand what respect is. I know how to greet a, a grown man when he come in my presence. I know how to respect my elders. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Even respecting somebody who's younger than me, I still respect your presence enough to never disrespect you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know how to greet a man when I see a man. But I also know how to address a boy when I see a boy. And I also know how to handle a coward when I see a coward. It's never about the never about disrespecting nobody. It's about leading with respect. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that comes with parenting. So... Rolling over off of that, I'll, I'll even say from a financial and an education standpoint, how parents have failed and how parents are, are currently failing their children as we speak. So if you have children, you might want to listen up to what the hell I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of teachers can attest to this. Sorry if you hear the background, you feel me? Uh, firecrackers and stuff like that going off. No, nah, it's a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are not challenging their children enough to read or they're they're allowing just the teachers to do all the work when all actuality the work should be done at home. The teacher is just a guide to be able to see how well their education is. Okay, this is they're at this level, they're at that level. But then you got homework. You know what I'm saying? Children do the work at home. You continue to educate them at home, but instead we live in a society now where parents are giving them tablets to shut them up. Parents are giving them video games to shut them up because they don't want to deal with them. Children, like you said, children have a children. They don't know how to teach and discipline their children without shoving something in their face. So in the long run, you're setting your child up for failure because now when it comes to problem solving, when it comes to your boys reading at a third grade level and they in the 10th grade, you know what I'm saying? You didn't challenge them to do their homework. You didn't challenge them to think. You didn't challenge them to read and write. You ch- you you push them being a great athlete. We see this all the time. Parents pushing their children to be great athletes, but not science uh, scientists or engineers or doctors or lawyers. We, we see that all the time. But when you do it in a successful manner, like uh, what's his name? Um, you can even say Master P or uh, the Laval, um, the Ball family. The Ball family. He pushed all three of his sons the right way. You feel me? And everybody was trying to give his put, give him pushback, stuff for him supporting his children. He betted on his children like it was nothing. I'm my children the best. You get what I'm saying? He worked the he worked the ass off though. He did everything. That he needed to do. He even said, I'm better than Michael Jordan. I stood off of this. Everybody looking at bro crazy. But what that represented was he was showing his children, oh, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in, in y'all or something I believe in. Michael Jordan got sons that ain't in the NBA. And that ain't even in the NBA. He got three Bro got sons. three. So when it comes to parenting, I'm not knocking Michael Jordan off of his parenting, but at the same time, your resume speaks for itself. We ain't going off your own personal resume. I'm we just, just going off the parenting resume. Yeah, like the parenting resume as far as in setting up your children for success. Yeah. The, the question is, is our children, is our parents setting us up for failure? Mm. But we have a example of parents who do set up their children for success. Master P. Come on, man. Like, that man a goat. When I say that man a goat. There's no limitations to what he's done for his children and even himself. If you look at his rap sheet, as far as not literally rap, but also his re- his receipt at what he do, just in general, bro. From the music, accolades, and being entrepreneurship, athlete, entrepreneurship, hustling, coming from out the hood, whatever he says, no limit. And at the end of the day, him even understanding the bridges and gaps of learning when to grow with someone and when to cut it off. Being able to stay low key, but be on point at all times. Protecting your Protecting image. Protecting your image. Learning how to market. His son just signed a two point five million dollar thing that's in the OVC for Tennessee, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but it's some school in Tennessee, I believe. He's playing that, and his son just signed an NCAA rule that just came out. Yo, oh the teenager, two million. this who million dollars. 
Yep. For ever, you know what I'm saying? Like for your likeness, that's a win. Like that means your kids is making more money than the average man, which is forty thousand, maybe thirty five. Black man make forty, forty one thousand, forty two thousand dollars. That's a year. average on Google. That's still blackdemographics.com. Right. That's statistic by black people. That's it. So you get that difference right there alone shows like you setting up a legacy. And that's what that goes back to that SD card I was saying about your kids. It's not a competition with your child. It's to put your child in the best situation standard that you didn't come up from. So let me let me go into cuz I hear this all the time. Parents always say you feel me? I want my children to have what I didn't have. You get what I'm saying? But majority of them thinking from a material standpoint and not an opportunity standpoint. Mm. Or uh, what's the name standpoint? It's a spider behind you. It's just, you know, parents always say, or or kids, children now that want to have children are saying, I want to set my children up for success. I want to do, I want to give them a better opportunity. I mean, better thing that I had. You get what I'm saying? That my whole word is messed up because it is the damn spider. I want to give them a better, better things that they had in life than I didn't. Which ultimately they they say from a financial standpoint, buying them material stuff, buying them little stuff. None of that stuff matters if you don't know the basics of success and value and all those things. How, how can you give that to your children? And if your parents didn't set you up for that then how do you know about that unless you go out here and you go educate yourself on the things that really matters? Now, you got a podcast like, uh, what's it? What's the podcast like? It's something leisure um, where they teach you about the basics of credit and business stuff and all those things. I'm sorry that I'm, I cannot recall this, the, um, their names. I suck at names anyway, so sorry, not sorry, but... Um, they they teach you these basics when it comes to economics, mm. like putting your child as an um, authorized user on your credit, so then they can be building their credit while they're young, and then you teach them about credit as they're young. You know what I'm saying? There are processes to understand how children think, the opportunities to be able to educate your child the best way you can possibly be. But again, we live in a society where everybody is so independent and so selfish that you got people just push off their kids to their grandparents. They push it off in a basic way. When I say, um, uh, let me resummarize what you said all in a short fashion and way for some people. Go ahead. It's like a fire stick. Fire stick. You get the basic fire stick and you don't go into it and understand it or your research. You cannot jailbreak it. That way you can get the uh, the extra things on it to watch on it, the capabilities of it. Even though it's on YouTube. Even even though it's on YouTube. But if right. you don't do the research and understand it, you're failing because the Fire Stick is probably one of the greatest adventures out right now. Um, that is the same thing with this when it comes to assets, liability, financial responsibilities. What he was saying was is ways to build your child credit from this on up so for them to be able to be well established by the time they even hit the teens they should, yeah so by the time they get their teens into their 20s mid-20s they well well off you know what i'm saying and so that's all he was saying but uh you want your child like how he's saying about the slot i'm gonna piggyback off what you were saying 
it's kind of like the the situation in Mario, where you got the board, the old Super Mario, mm-hmm. flat Mario, where you got the board, you go across the board, and next thing you know, you hit that little thing where it go pew. That's your save point. Mm-hmm. Your life. Then when you finally have a child, they, that's your save point. They shouldn't have to go through the same thing you already had to go through. They should start their own journey on top of all of the information that you already had to go through so they can double, triple, you know what I'm saying, all of the information that you had. But we live in a society where people don't think like that. And this is where the Undefeated Minds podcast comes. So if you're one of those parents that are out there that has not set up your child, I highly encourage you to educate yourself to be able to allow your child to have a better life than you had. If you have issues with them being jealous, I mean, you being jealous of your child, dog, go to therapy. There's something wrong with you because that's your child. You should go to therapy. Figure out why you feel that way, and it's okay why you feel that way. Figure it out. Solve the problem so you can give your child a better opportunity than what you had. If you grew up in a one-parent home, work on yourself so you can bear children in a two-parent home. Because two parents fully develop a child's life, not one. Two. We can only tell you, I mean, from personal experience and what we see. But you, you, it's really up to you. It's just suggestions. It's just, again, it's, it's, it's about results, bro. It's about, I don't care about the emotional side of everything. It's about results. And when you really care about your children, when you care about life, and when you care about all of these other things, and even from a man's perspective, your legacy, you want to set your children up for a better opportunity. Fuck the material stuff. Educate them so they can have a better opportunity than you did. That don't matter. You ain't got to be there. You just need to educate them so they can have a better opportunity than what you had. That's it. Strictly. Mothers, allow your children to go out here and make mistakes. Live life. The more mistakes you you make, the faster you learn, the quicker you are to be able to understand how life really works. When you young, fail hard. Fail a lot. And fail hard because you will learn from your mistakes. Fail as many times you need to. Take the risk. Go out here and take the risk. This is how I look at it as far as in like this podcast or my career. I'd rather be young and dumb than be old and a fool. I'd rather gamble on myself and try because I already know a nine to five is guaranteed. This right here not guaranteed. At least I can say I tried it. And you can re-replace. How many people, how many people say they want to start something but then don't start it? Teach your children how to be able to start something and go f- and see it through. If, whether it's success or not, at least they can say, I did it. It wasn't no limits to my mind. It was no limits. If it was if it was something I felt like I was afraid of, I attacked it. Why? Because I felt like that, that would have stopped me. But since it's a fear, I'm going to attack it anyway because don't nothing hold power over my life. Correct. Attack it that way, man. So hopefully we we brought we went about this in a way where you get what I'm saying it, it wasn't attacking anybody personally because of what we talked about is a very touchy subject especially within the black community. And if we if we lost you anyway, leave a comment. You know what I'm saying? Like or dislike. 
let us know so we can get you to the point that we we speaking on. Because I know a lot of times we get to running and running and running. And then if you don't understand the concept, we running, running, running. And you like, hold up, well, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't register to me. Say something to us. We not going to belittle you. We not going to, oh, you need to watch the full. If you legit, of course you're watching the podcast because you're commenting up under it. But let us know. Did you start? Do you have a timer? Sorry to cut you off. Oh, uh, yeah, I got this four minutes. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. But let us know because, again, it's imperative to what we're saying and to reach everybody as possible. We don't want people to continue to making the same small mistakes that everybody go through and then you be like, we really find out that, oh, you living the same life I'm living. Yeah, so we gonna try to attack this all at one time mm-hmm. and we can grow from this and learn and then look at it like, oh, you got family members. We could be your favorite cousins. We could be your big brothers. We could be whatever you want us to be positive to you to help you learn. And you can agree to disagree with us. You can have a pushback to anything we want to say. We want it all. But the the game of this is to reach as many people possible that don't have this knowledge accessible to them and to teach people. Because I know certain things that he seen that he doesn't understand. And he knows a lot of stuff that I haven't experienced. But the thing of it is to come together and to teach as many people possible and to leave a legacy behind. So, bro, I, I, I mean, I feel like this is a good podcast, but I feel like I said everything I wanted to say um, when it came to that point. Oh, I do want to add one comment at the end, bro. Mm. Nah, because it's like. Nah, go ahead and say it, bro. I mean, with the with the mom, about the, ahead, uh, the mom and the son situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like a mom to her son, how she would feel them is um, naturally a man or a young young male would marry somebody that resembles his mom, mm-hmm. and then to that point where we are un unwillingly and without it's automatic like we're attracted to that because that's what we grew up around, and we don't even know we program secretly that way, and so. If you know that you single <laughs> and you ain't got no man or somebody in your life was like this, do you really want your child to be with somebody like you? And don't, hell yeah, no, really assess yourself and, and look at it from this standpoint because if you by yourself, it's a reason why. And you can't always put the reason on somebody else. If you're going through the same thing over and over and over again, it goes again to what we were saying about the track, life situations, circumstances, even my mistakes that I make. I can't put it off on nobody else because I had signs and I had warnings to tell me that I was making a mistake. I chose to ignore them. And you have to do the same thing. So, that's how I feel, bro. So, if you don't feel like your son can date you, you fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> but now that's a real thing. I seen um, what's his name? Dana Pitch. Dana Dana Pitch is the old white guy. He uh, Jewish guy. He say, you know what I'm saying? Do you, do you want your children to be like you, or do you want to be like your father? Do you want to be like your parents? And majority of the people 
say no. He say, well, change that shit then. That's basically what we're saying. If you don't want your child to have the results of what you got right now, change that. Hey, children, watching this. If you do not want to be like your parents, find out what the fuck they do wrong and don't do it. <laughs> I tell you, rich people, this is how rich people stay rich. They find out what poor people do and don't do it. They find out what poor people read and don't read it. They find out what poor people's habits is and don't do those same habits. They don't hang out where they at. They don't talk about the things that they talk about. They don't talk about none of that stuff. They stay in their own fucking lane. That's the one thing I will say about the top 10, 3, 1%. They don't care about none of the basic conversations that we be having. They don't focus on none of that. They focus on what the fuck they need to focus on in order for them to get to where they need to go to get them results, bro. So, with that being said, man, it was a great episode. I could have went a lot deeper on this, but, you know, I don't be wanting to ramble because I know I can ramble. But y'all comment below and let me know what y'all think. Y'all comment. And if y'all want to get back on this topic, because we can go deep. This on each subject that we talk about, bro, we can even go deeper on each it's all, it's, individual it's, subject. It's all gonna sound, it's all gonna sound similar. Yeah, because it's a full circle. Everything is connected. Everything is gonna be connected, and that's how you know it's real reality. Because if you can't go from the starting point to the ending point, and it come back to the starting all over again, and it don't make sense. And it yeah. don't make sense. And don't be afraid to say that don't make sense. What you said, parents, your mom told you when somebody do something wrong, she said, point their ass out. Point their that ass don't out. make no sense. <laughs> point it out, bro. Legit. And, so. and results can be uh told. You know what I'm saying? You can be you can be proven. Results can be proven. And last thing I'll say, knowledge is power, not true. Knowledge times action equals power. You can have all the knowledge you want. And if you don't apply that knowledge, then you ain't got no power. Knowledge times power, knowledge times actions equals power. So with that being said, man, y'all stand together with Shakiri, Shakiri, and stand on what you believe. If you, if you believe on what you believe, you believe what you believe. Stand on that shit. So with that being said, man, we about to head up out. Y'all heard that bell? Pass that shit. <laughs> but chill, bro. <laughs> chill. My dark sense of humor. Shakiri, love you. Miss Rich, go ahead up. But, Man, um, let's get up out of here, bro. <laughs> Together we stand, <laughs> divided we fall. <laughs> Fuck the middle, man, you feel me? <laughs> we gonna holler at y'all. We'll see y'all on the next episode, man. Y'all rate the show. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Y'all stay tuned. Holler back at y'all, boy. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. It's your boy. <laughs>